Welcome back. You're listening to This Week. The International Olympic Committee has said it's working on a pathway to enable Russian and Belarusian athletes to compete at the Paris Olympics next year. It wants them to come and compete as neutrals without showing any support for their home countries or the war in Ukraine. Ukraine has threatened to boycott the Paris Olympics if Russian athletes are allowed to compete. We'll talk to David Walsh from the Sunday Times about this in a moment. But first, let's listen to former Ukrainian tennis player Sergei Stankovsky, currently fighting on the front lines in Ukraine for his country. He's been speaking to the BBC about the prospect of Ukrainian athletes competing against Russians in the Olympics. Some of these athletes directly uh, engaged in public relations, supporting the Russia special operation, and now giving them a chance to, to participate on a neutral flag is a spit in the face of any Ukrainian athlete which is going to be on the Olympics. Uh, because you have people who actually literally support it, and then you have to compete against them. You have to compete against the people who want your family to be killed. Some of the family members of Ukrainian Olympic team uh, has been murdered by Russian army. I really don't understand how it's supposed to be a fair play, which International Olympic Committee always stands for, when you're already putting a massive psychological disadvantage into Ukrainian athletes to make them compete against the very people that uh, despite us and want us dead. That was former Ukrainian tennis player Sergei Stankovsky speaking to the BBC. We're joined now by the Sunday Times chief sports writer David Walsh. Uh, David, good afternoon. Welcome to the programme. Thank you. Um, How likely is it that we will see Russian and Belarusian athletes competing perhaps under their own flag at the Olympics next year? Um, I don't know about under their own flag, um, but I think there's a good chance we will see them um, in some guise or other. I also think there's a good chance we won't. In in other words, I think it's very much up in the air because what the IOC is doing now is basically testing the temperature of the water. They're saying they're looking for a pathway to get um, uh, Russian and uh, and Belarusian athletes into the Olympics, uh, you know, as neutral athletes. Well, they're they're not neutral. They come from particular countries and whether they have it on their signet or tops or not or whether they're wearing their tracksuits or not, they are representing their countries because this is international competition between nations. Um, but if the reaction to the um, Russians and Belarusians um, coming to the Olympics is, if the reaction against is severe enough, well, I think the IOC will have no option mm. but to uh, uh, but, but but to basically backtrack. For example, there's a, it's likely. That the, that the Ukraine team would say, sorry, if there are Russians there, we're not going to be there. Uh, and then that, that, that raises a question about what other countries will do. Yes, I was, uh, that's what I was going to ask you. If that were to happen then, um, how much pressure would there be on countries like Ireland, for example, to, to, to take a stand and, and stand with Ukraine? I think there would be considerable pressure. Um, because this is different. Um, what's happening in Ukraine now is different too let's say, the the Russian doping, which caused Russia as a team to be excluded from the Olympics. And we saw how FIFA reacted in relation to the 2022 World Cup, uh, which Russia were involved in at the moment of the invasion, and suddenly Russia weren't involved anymore. Bang, they were gone. And I think um, if, um, you know, the war continues, and it looks like it's very much going to, um, I think the, the, the adverse reaction to the possibility of, of um, Russia's involvement is going to be such that, that 
you know, it, there's a long way to go in this. Let, let's put it like that. And, and I mean, you, you mentioned Ireland, and of course, every country is important. But if America says, sorry, we're not going, well, then there is no Olympics mm-hmm. as we know it in terms of, of the, you know, the, the commercial viability of an Olympic Games. The Olympics are funded by US TV. Mm. And without an American team, US TV isn't interested. Can I ask you about what's happening in tennis at the moment? Because uh, Belarusian tennis player Arena Sabalenka won the Australian Open without competing under her national flag. Novak Djokovic won the men's final today in a week when his father posed with fans brandishing pro-Russian flags. Although it doesn't seem like his father was was at the uh, the final today. Uh, and now Wimbledon is is facing a dilemma too about whether it's going to allow Russians or Belarusians back in. Are we likely to see that happen? I, I think it's going to be a tough one for Wimbledon because, you know, uh, um, their competition, their, their tournament loses status if it doesn't have world ranking points. And um, Wimbledon suffered last year because of its decision to exclude um, Russians and Belarusians. And it's going to be the same um, for Wimbledon, if they, if they go down the same road now, and, and clearly Wimbledon are kind of thinking about what of what they should do, but it is a quite complex thing. Um, I mean, I followed the controversy in 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 Melbourne this week at the Australia Open. I mean, um, Novak Djokovic's dad, Serjan, he's at the match. There are people waving um, what what looks to him like like some Serbia flags but there's also Russian flags in amongst them, or the Serbians who support Russia. Mm. Now, Serbians supporting Russia is not a surprise. Serbia is sympathetic to Russia in relation to the Ukraine, and, and Russia is, is sympathetic to Serbia in relation to Kosovo. So there's, there's an alignment there, a political alignment. And uh, Novak Djokovic says that his dad got caught up in something that was, that, that in a sense, he was like, he was misled. He didn't realize what he was doing. That kind of insinuation. But the video apparently shows Sergian saying something like, long live the Russians. And that puts everybody in a very difficult place. Uh, and it wasn't a surprise that Sergian didn't turn up for the semi-final and, and apparently wasn't there for the final, because the last thing Novak Djokovic needs as he's chasing Grand Slam titles is that kind of distraction. David Walsh, Chief Sports Writer with the Sunday Times, thank you very much indeed for talking to us today. 